From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. The first day of October, big month. Streaming Halloween and streaming Halloween and spooky season. Uh, it's too. I, 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 it's not too early, but I'm just not ready for it because I find it it causes anxiety. Start thinking about what we're going to do for Halloween. So let's not do it today. It's Friday. I don't. I don't want to fill myself with all that today. No okay, cortisol. It's a no cortisol Friday. I won't tell you that I already have skeletons, spiders, right, and pumpkins up at my why, place. Why? Why do that when one just says? it causes anxiety when one hasn't figured it out yet. I mean, that's just like intentionally trying. Do you see that? That's like intentionally trying to mess with you mentally. <laughs> intentionally. I'm not trying to mess with you. I'm not trying to say like you need to have your Halloween costume. Mental game. No, it was an intentional mental game. Patty? Well, I actually want to bring something up. And I want Tanya to show you this thing she has. Uh, okay. She, I saw on her Instagram that she was wearing pajamas. And the pajamas had her boyfriend's face all over. <laughs> and I just, wearing, I, I can't. I she can't. was wearing pajamas. Yeah. And the pajamas With, had her boyfriend's face like printed on there. Printed Correct. from head to toe. <laughs> and I just couldn't. I just, I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> I, what's, well, Tanya, I mean, you want to, what's the deal there? What's the deal? What's with the deal my, for real? What's the, the deal pajamas? for real? Why do you have his face on your pajamas? Did well, he give them the, the to you? Did you do that? The pajamas were a gift, not from him. They were just like a gift from the company that makes them. But they're so cute. They're matching. They made us matching pajamas with both of our faces on them. And I think they're so cute and cozy. And I love them so See, much. You have to you think about from I mean, Patty's view is she won't put her boyfriend's face on Instagram. And you're walking <laughs> around with him on your hem. I know. I know. I just honestly, I just love him so much. It's like pretty i mean we're happy for you we are happy i think that's cute on air with ryan seacrest britney spears making even the real news mm-hmm. like all the all the hard news shows this week as well she's freed from her father's conservatorship a lot of people talking about that her fans are very excited about that very dr excited. walker i don't know how did that resonate with you that britney spears is now free did you see that headline yeah, I did. It seems like the right thing to do. I, the coverage is a little weird because there must have been some issues in her ability to manage her life that I don't think we're talking about. Right. So I just hope she's okay. Uh, but it does seem like the arrangement that she's been under for years is unethical, and I'm glad she's out of that. Imagine uh, Dr. Bob Walker joining us, professor and chair of the Department of Medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. Imagine having to fight your own parent publicly like that. I mean, that, that's all I could think about. Yeah, it's terrible. The whole thing is sounded immoral, and uh, you know, it feels like it, 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 it's got to be better than what she had, and she deserves yeah. better. So, I'm well, I, I talked to your kids before; they still like you, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, fight me, but they don't do it publicly. So, I'm yeah, right. Well, let's keep it that way. <laughs> uh, all right, so Doc, w- want to start with a specific here? We had um, one of the Dancing with the Stars pros on, Cheryl Burke. She was on with us, and she was vaccinated. And then she tested positive, and it was not a false positive. She had some symptoms, and they quarantined her, and they obviously pulled her off of the set. Right. Uh, so I guess the question is, I, I'm hearing about more and more people that I know that are having these breakthrough situations. How prevalent are they? Yeah, we were calling them rare in the beginning. I think that's not the right call. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're not rare. Uh, they're not super common. And the great news is that it's it is pretty rare that people get real sick with them. So the vaccines are working 
to prevent you from getting sick enough to go to the hospital and from dying. But we all know people who have had these kind of breakthrough infections, and some people have a very mild symptoms. Some people have a little bit more than that. And that's where the whole booster debate comes uh, comes in. You know, the, the, the early data that the vaccines prevented 95% of infections, it's clear that with Delta and over time, particularly with Pfizer, that 95% is no longer 95. It might be 70 or 60 and so the the issue of boosters is can we boost that back up to a point that will prevent more breakthrough infections more transmission and at least prevent a few people from getting super sick particularly people at high risk i know i'm more informed than uh the voice you're hearing right now dr bob walker where do you stand on the boosters i got mine a couple of days ago i qualified as a healthcare worker not quite 65 although getting close um I'm all for them in the in in the people that uh, for whom they've been recommended. So they've been recommended in people over 60. First of all, uh, recommended to people who got Pfizer before and whose Pfizer shots were more than six months ago. If you got Pfizer, but your shots were three months ago, I wouldn't get one. You don't you don't need it. If you got Moderna, I don't think we know yet. Moderna seems to be standing up better than Pfizer. And we'll learn more about Moderna in the next couple of weeks. It may be that you do need a Moderna booster, but it might be a lower dose than you got for your first two. Okay. J&J is a little bit of a mess. I'm guessing that people uh, should get a booster probably with Pfizer or Moderna rather than another J&J, but that's also a little bit up in the air. But I think boosters are a good idea. Uh, they, we have enough vaccine supply to give boosters and to continue to vaccinate kids and other people. The idea that, you know, I hear people say, well, we shouldn't get boosters. We should concentrate on vaccinating the unvaccinated. And I say, like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> what are we right. not doing that's concentrating on vaccinated the unvaccinated? We're doing everything we possibly can. So I think for the people in the categories that are recommended over 65 uh, or a pre-existing condition that puts you at higher risk or a lot of exposure to COVID like uh, or in a high risk circumstance like a teacher or a healthcare worker, I would do it. And in fact, I did. OK, let me ask you this before we let you go. There has been an urgency now with the headlines in terms of what I read about pregnant women being pushed more so now to get vaccinated. Yeah, the, the, I mean, we've talk, sp spoken about this in the past and the data took a little while to come out because in the early trials, pregnant women weren't tested. And so it was a little bit of dicey early on about, you know, do we know how safe the vaccine is in pregnant women? Then the data came out, it was super clear that, that it's super safe in pregnant women. And then the new data that just came out in the last couple of days is that pregnant women do have a higher risk of COVID and a bad outcome with COVID if they get it. So I think the combination that we now know that pregnant women are at higher risk for COVID and that the vaccines are super safe and effective tips the balance. So to me, it's now it's it's now unambiguous that pregnant women should get vaccinated. And the COVID pills, uh, the, other, the other thing I, I keep reading about, news this week about the COVID pills. Not the Is horse that, pills, not the horse not the, pills. No, the COVID pills. What, okay. what, what What's the story with the, the pills? How essential are they gonna be? How important are they? Um, you know, they're not ready for prime time yet. They're being okay. tested. Uh, the analogy here is HIV, where we still don't have vaccines 40 years later, but HIV is now a totally manageable disease because people can take a, a pill, and that's true for flu as well. So in an ideal world, if COVID never leaves us and we still have sort of this 
bubbling uh, amount of, of, of virus around and you know every maybe every winter there's a surge it would be great if you felt crummy or had a runny nose or whatever and you could get a rapid test that you have in your medicine cabinet and i test positive for covid and i get the equivalent of a z-pack i'm going to take a couple of days of antiviral pills and that will decrease my transmission and decrease the probability that i'm going to get sick so it's it's an if if COVID went away completely, obviously we wouldn't need the pills, but the it doesn't look like COVID is going to go away completely because of the Delta variant. We're going to need to get ninety percent of people immune. We're probably not going to quite get there, and so having the pills as another thing that we can do for people that have COVID is a good call if we can get there. All right, Dr. Bob Walker, thank you very much for coming on with us. We'll talk soon. Okay, take good care. Always a pleasure. Thanks. Good see to see you. Bye bye. Good to see you. I do feel better after I talk to him. Uh, here, I got Moderna. So I remember when I got Moderna, it like kicked my butt. It like took me out. But I guess that's a good thing because it's, it's seen as what, based on what he said, seemingly it's standing up a little bit better. Seemingly. Mine kicked my butt and I got J&J. Patty? I got Pfizer and it kicked my butt, but I also got COVID in December. And I don't, everyone listening, if you have not gotten COVID, it's something that I don't wish upon anyone. You had it rough. Patty did it have it rough. Bad. If you were here, you heard. But if you weren't, yeah. she had it really rough. Three weeks. Yeah. We are minutes away from your Jingle Ball lineup. Get ready for that. We're going to run it down. So um, if you uh, go to Airbnb and you take a house, you rent a house or any rental, you know, a lot of people wonder, well, hidden cameras can be anywhere these days, hidden as anything. How do you know if someone's not spying on you in their house that they've rented you? A guy on TikTok. He's got over 25 million views. Have you seen it? No. With his tips on how to find hidden cameras. Marcus Hutchins, he says, look for devices put in areas that could record something like a smoke detector or a clock. Shine your phone's flashlight on it. When you shine your phone's flashlight on it, a camera lens will reflect blue under the light. Oh. Now, what happens if you find the blue under the light? You put a post-it over it like so. Just put a little post-it over it. Oh, my gosh. You, know? you just did it on your Zoom camera? I want to do that to mine so you don't have to see me now. No, I like I like to see you. Thank you very much. No, take your finger off the lens. My finger's on Can't the pulse. It's not you. the lens. But if you find something in your Airbnb, you can just cover it with like a post-it or like a piece no, of tape or something. You don't just uh, cover it. You call the police and you get out of there. Well, you get out. You probably do get out of there. You, you I, I think post. Patty's right. You don't post. You don't just cover it and up. Then, That's oh, not what no. you do. All right. Uh, here's today's quote. Be with someone that makes you smile, even when you're not around. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sissy, she's going to be back before you know it. She's on maternity leave now. And Tanya, what's happening this morning? And then I got your Jingle Ball announcement. Well, Los Angeles gas prices hit their highest level of the year as earthquake-related refinery problems continue to keep costs up. The average cost of a gallon of gas is currently $4.41, a penny higher than last week. California's reservoirs are so dry from a historic drought that regulators say it's possible the state's water agencies won't get anything from them in the next year, a frightening possibility that could force mandatory restrictions for residents. And the Super Bowl halftime show is set. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar will perform on February 13th at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Kendrick Lamar are all Southern California natives. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Are you ready? Ready, Freddie. Jingle ball. 
presented by Capital One. Here you go. Listen. Welcome to Jingle Ball. Good to have you guys with us. The live holiday event you've been waiting for is back. Kiss FM's Jingle Ball. Presented by Capital One. Starring Ed Sheeran. I love it when you do it like that. When Doja Cat. Dua Lipa. The Kid Leroy. The Black Eyed Peas. Tate McRae. Bozzy. Dixie D'Amelio. And... Lil Nas X. Kiss FM's Jingle Ball, presented by Capital One. Friday, December 3rd at the Forum. The Capital One cardholder presale starts Tuesday morning at 10. Capital One cardholders get tickets before anyone else. Go to KISFM.com slash Capital One to learn more. Tickets on sale for everyone else, October 8th at noon. The holiday event you've been waiting for is back. From 102.7 KISS FM. Capital One is the proud presenting partner of KISS FM's Jingle Ball, bringing great products, rewards, and services to their customers. What's in your wallet? Lil Nas X. What's up? You're just like the person, right? Well, you're the you're the people. I'm you're the person. You're the person. people. Uh, well, thanks for coming in. This is very exciting. We just announced our Jingle Ball lineup presented by Capital One. We'll get to it in a second. Lil Nas X is going to be on that. I but, am? Uh, you, Amazing. Yeah, you, let me just run down your schedule for the next few years. It's busy. <laughs> yeah, it's busy. Good to see you. He's in our KISS FM studio, and this has been a... I mean, how long has it been since you were, and maybe you've been in a couple recently, but in terms of just the, the duration before you got back in a studio for a radio station, it's been a couple of years? Ah, it was actually probably, yeah, probably a year and a half, but you know, now I'm all over these stations, right? You know? You're all over, man. Especially on, this one. This the is the one. This is the one to be at. <laughs> well, now, Lil Nas and I were meant to reconnect because about 26 miles from where I grew up is where he's from, Lithia Springs. And... Uh, that's I crazy. Remember, I remember you could take 285, right, the perimeter, mm-hmm. exit Atlanta Road, past the Burger King, and boom, you're right there where he grew up. And I thought at one point, Nas, I thought maybe our our teams played your teams. I was convinced of it. And I, T- Tanya looked it up. Tanya, did we ever play – Dunwoody ever play Lithia Springs? Never. Not not once in the history of ever. No Google search found Dunwoody. anything. Uh, I used to see Don Woody on the news uh, weather forecast all the time. I was like, funny name. <laughs> <laughs> funny name. Did you play? What, did you do? What were you doing? Music, athletics? What were you doing in school? What was I doing in school? Um, Nothing. No? <laughs> I wasn't no. doing anything in school. That's, I was just on Twitter all the time. That was my thing. Is that you were on social? Yeah, I was a social media guy. All right, so let's just Lil Nas X is going to be at our Jingle Ball. I've always wanted to follow up with this conversation with you. Old Town Road breaks, right? That was how long ago now? Um, uh, a couple years. Okay, let's do that. So that breaks goes huge globally, and that song went big so fast. I read, and this is stuff I read that yeah. put, that you said it put pressure on you, and. 
it kind of fired you up in a way, maybe even ticked you off in a way to see what some of the people were saying about, oh, it's a big hit, but, you know, it's tough to follow up with another hit. What did you feel when all that was going on? I just felt like uh, like the character in the movie who was just like, oh, I'll show you, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But did you say, uh, not only did you know you could do it, but it, did it also put a little fire, they say fire in your belly? Did it also like fire you up a little bit to push harder? Absolutely. I mean, I take motivation from everything, negative or positive. When you look at now the success you're having, and my favorite commercial on the air now, Uber Eats with you and Elton John. When you look at everything that's going on, how did? So tell me about that. So you, he's doing an Uber Eats commercial w- with Elton John. It's hysterical if you haven't seen it. So how did? <laughs> I know you and Elton are tight. We talked to Elton the other day. Um, how did he end up in that commercial? Um, Elton honestly, he, he was just like, okay, I'll be a part of this. You know, he doesn't really step into stuff like that anymore. But he did it just for me, and I really appreciate it. Yeah. And it's so funny. What kind of what kind of things have you wanted to ask him, knowing the longevity that, that guy's had? I mean, you want to do this forever. So, what kind of things spark your interest when you spend time with him to ask him about? You know, honestly, I didn't really ask him any of those personable questions. I, I said, like, that, you know, it's amazing what he's done and how he's paved the way and everything. But I guess I don't I don't like to say, ah, oh, how did you do it? Uh, what right. did you do? Because I feel like I'll end up trying to to copy, copy some that. things. What about, do you find yourself saying, I, 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 I want to listen to everybody's music or I don't want to listen to everybody's music because I don't want it to influence my music? Not necessarily because I do want to be influenced by other people. I do want to have other things in my mind besides the things that I've already heard before. Uh, but, you know, I only listen to the things that I like. So if something I like and I gravitate towards it, it's like, okay, maybe I can incorporate this in my music some some kind of way, you know? How have you looked at the next levels and layers to you and your music and just sort of the, the, the growth from when you started? Has it changed or are you still sort of thinking the same way? It's changed a lot. You know, I'm always growing. I'm always trying new things. I'm always trying to improve on, you know, how I am when I'm writing and the melodies and just making sure each song feels like a full song and not like a filler or anything. You know, that's always the goal. The songs are fast these days, too. I put it on, it ends fast, bro. These songs end quickly. I mean, I, I used to be able to go to run out to the bathroom. I can't even do that anymore. The attention yeah. span. <laughs> is that what it is? It's attention, attention span. attention span. Yeah, you got to take that into account, yeah. Lil Nas X with us. Tickets for Kiss FM's Jingle Ball presented by Capital One go on sale Tuesday at 10 a.m. to Capital One cardholders. KissFM.com slash Capital One. I saw p- pictures of you in that um, seemingly uncomfortable C-3PO-ish style at the it was Met actually Gala. super comfortable it had a built-in fan uh living room oh. inside of it <laughs> living room had snacks inside uh very fun time <laughs> i do want to ask you because i feel like you've had so many like really great looks this year and i know a couple people want to do some of those for halloween are you excited to see some of those or is there one in particular that you want people to like dress up as you know what? I, I haven't even thought about that that much, but there's probably going to be a lot of people dressed like me this Halloween, huh? For sure. There's going to be the, your SNL outfit, the Met Gala, yeah. the BMA outfit. I'm excited for all of it. Yeah, I'm excited. It seems like, but it seems like you enjoy the uh, the style component to it. Absolutely. I enjoy like putting on something that's super out there or crazy. Or just like I like I like the fun of it, you know? Because I feel mm. like if I just went out there... In a suit, you know, I wouldn't remember it. 
you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I, if I went out there and what you wore, people would remember it, but in the worst way <laughs> for me. What if Ryan was your SNL performance outfit? That would oh my be God. epic. Listen, we're trying to make a mark here, okay? I'm trying. That's your Halloween costume. <laughs> it's locked Done. in. Uh, who, who's closest to you? Who do you like to like hang out with? Is it someone that you grew up with? Is it artists? It can't be team and management, but like, who do you really relax with? I mean, honestly, I'm I'm very much a loner a lot of the times. I like to be in my own focus zone and like doing yeah. my own thing. But you know, I hang with friends sometimes. Or, they still treat you the same. I mean, I don't have many of my old friends left because you know a lot of problems arise when things like this happen. But you know, I have good friends. Good, that's important. We're psyched to see you at our jingle ball. Lil Nas X here. Thank you for coming into our studio in Burbank, California. Uh, happy to be here. Anytime, anytime. All right, we'll do it. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Another big Friday night, high school football across Southern California. I get excited talking about it because I do remember those Fridays for myself. Right. When we'd have our, our pads cleaned and our uniforms hanging out and the game day very silent before we get on the bus to go to the stadium. Our stadium wasn't on our school campus. We always had to get on the bus to go to the county stadium. Yeah, I think that, that was how my high school was too. But do you ever miss it? Do you ever want to like play ball again? It was so dreadful. <laughs> it was so hard and it was so time consuming and physically exhausting and painful. And I was screamed at so much. Yeah, I do miss it. Like, I think it would be kind of fun for you to get some of the guys that you used to play ball with back in the day and, like, do some sort of Like, game put our now. pads on and, and scrimmage? Yeah, scrimmage. All right, as you would say, let's put a pin in it. Okay. Come back. But uh, we got two 6-0 teams clash in Glendora tonight. The Ayala Bulldogs and the Glendora Tartans at Citrus Stadium. That's happening. Clear skies. Just, you know, anybody playing tonight, any fans going out, any students going out, Clear skies, temperatures in the mid-70s at game time tonight. Now, we are paying your bills always here on KISS FM. We will not stop doing that. We're a little specific for the moment because I think when you're ready, a decompression, vacation, escape would be something probably good for you. For sure. So and they get to grab... pick wherever they want to go. Exactly. And I heard the commercial for this. I heard you would go to Paris. That's what I heard. I heard that yeah. line on KISS FM. Yep, I go to Ferris, Her baby. Herbert Cruz, good morning. How you doing, Herbert? Hi, hi, uh, Ryan. Uh, this is Herbert, yes. Herbert, thank you for listening to KISS. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Thank you so much uh, for calling. Uh, yes, I'm doing great. <laughs> Super. So I have great yes. news for you. You uh, qualified. Oh you won $102. And you've now become the grand prize winner. KISS oh my God. paying your vacation bills, Herbert Cruz. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. God bless you for this. You are an angel. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's so, so exciting. It's a, such a pleasure. We love doing it. It's our favorite thing to do is be able to do stuff like this. Thank you. You have no idea how much this means to me. <laughs> oh I can my sense God. it. I can yeah. sense it. I hear it in your voice. Oh, my God. Yes. This is so, oh, my God. I could cry right now. <laughs> you, are, you are unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, you're very welcome, Thank you. Robert. I, I'm, I'm happy to give this to you. Who are you oh going to take? Where do you think you'll go? It's my wife. We've been always wanting to take a tour to Europe. You know, it's like so many places out there. <laughs> and we would love to go there. And this is where Tanya goes, I would too. 
I would too. I would go to Paris. A little sparkly Eiffel Tower seems very romantic for you and your wife. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you so much. Yes, it will. That (laughs) is just a dream. You know, it's like a dream. What's your wife's name, Herbert? My wife's name is uh, Nilsa, Nilsa Cruz. Nilsa Cruz. All right. Well, the cruises are cruising to Europe on us. Congratulations, Herbert. Hang on one second. Okay, buddy. Yes. Thank you so much. Right. God bless you. Very welcome. And God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that happens every day in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if you, you oh want. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's so excited. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's get to our hometown hustler. This is a segment that we are featuring local businesses who may not have the resources to talk about in a, in a marketing way, right? A, a beaconing way to talk about what they're doing. And they're all pursuing what they love. They all sort of, and a lot of this came out of the pandemic because people are like, you know what? If I don't love what I'm doing, I'm going to try and do something I love and see what happens. I'm going to roll right. the die. And uh, we've got Anna Tevez Ortiz from Pasadena joining us now, our hometown hustler. Let me grab her on line 10. Anna, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Ryan. How are you? I'm super good. I want to learn about your business here. So Anna's co-founder of The Next LA. She's our featured hometown hustler today. Now, you founded this with your friend from college. Sarah is her name. And then you got back together two years ago and started this? Correct. Actually, um, we've we've been mentoring. um, By the way, thank you, first of all, for having me on the show, Ryan. Um, We've been friends since college, and um, Sarah has been a labor and delivery nurse for the past 10, 11 years, and she decided she wanted to do um, a change in career, or actually specialty, not career, but specialty. And then she mentored with me for the past five years, and we started the next LA. And the premise, which I I thought was so cool, is that this is about self love, right? This is a boutique Correct. about self love. Correct, absolutely, absolutely. So we, um, I've been an aesthetic RN for um, approximately. 10, 11 years. And um, we decided that one of the things that was lacking in aesthetics is taking a holistic approach because you can, you can look amazing from the, um, from the outside, but if the, your soul, your spirit's not there, it's not feeling right, you're not going to radiate that or, or, or transmit that. So I thought it was very important that we could um, find a place where we can incorporate both. So let me ask again, I remember Years ago, we used to call this pampering, and we kind of felt weird about that term. And I like self-love so much better. I just think yeah. that that's what it is. It's not pampering. It's self-care. Exactly. And I think that's something um, a lot of individuals, I think, one way or another, they feel almost a little guilty to guilty. give yeah. that self, yeah, give that self-love. And I think it's okay. It's important for us because if we cannot take care of ourselves, we can take care of others. It's called the next LA. You can go to dot com or at the dot next dot LA on Instagram, uh, and you do micro needling, fillers, Botox facials, self care, self love. I have a question for you. It's a little off. Sure. You might know with your background. So I dropped a a barbell. What's this one called? A dumbbell. A, right? a dumbbell. Wait. What's the a best? dumbbell. A single, a single weight. Yeah, I dropped a obviously very heavy dumbbell on my big toe and it caused a bruise. It caused a bruise right at the top of the nail and it's slowly Mm -hmm. been growing through the nail, right? You can see Mm -hmm. the black and blue very slowly Mm -hmm. progressing down the nail. What's going to happen? Is it eventually going to grow off? Um, Eventually it will, but if not, it's something that you will need to see um, possibly a dermatologist for. Really? Oh no. Yeah. Could it be serious? 
Um, not necessarily. It's just that maybe you'll need something a little more invasive of approach in order to, so you can have healthy nail growth again. I'm not good at invasions. No, I, this has happened to me before, I, and it, it grows out. You're fine. Yeah, I I think you'll be fine. Obviously, if it starts, you know, if you're in any pain, then that's probably when you when you want to seek for further evaluation. But he's he's showing us right now. Oh, it's the big toe. Oh, that's a bummer. How long ago did that happen again? Uh, This happened months ago, and it's a slow creep down to the tip of the toe. Yeah, uh-huh. it's gonna take a long you, time. Like honestly, it's gonna take a yeah. long time. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's just it's gonna be a matter of time. So you just have to just be patient with it. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, free consultation. So listen, the next la dot com. Check it out or on Instagram at the dot next dot la. <laughs> Correct. Yes. All right. Great to talk with you, Anna Ortiz. Take good care. Okay. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Ryan. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Near Pasadena, just off. Uh, I think well, yes. Right. South we're actually in the heart. Yes. Yeah, so we're actually in the heart of um, Old Town, Pasadena. We're off um, be in between Colorado and Green Street. Super. So, yeah. And we also offer some. Uh, we actually have a self-love membership as well that we offer. And that means we have like special VIP packages for those members. And we eventually are going to have events once we, um, you know, we get that situated. But, yes, yeah. come and visit us. All right, Anna, thank you again. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Ryan. I appreciate it. You got it. Bye. Bye. Our hometown hustler. Have you had that happen, Tanya, to your toe too? Yeah, I didn't, a drop a, I didn't drop a weight on it. it. It happened from running, but it'll eventually grow out. It takes a really long time, but it's not painful, so you're right. going to be good. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tanya throwing <laughs> it down. Yeah, throwing it really down, painting a picture for you here. Did you have an issue? Wow, with my you pants? even had to put on your glasses. I got to put my yeah. glasses for this. Do you have an issue with my pants? I don't have an issue. I wanted to. I didn't. I you put your foot up, and I saw the pants, but I wasn't yeah. sure what they were. Are they sweatpants oh, or these? No, these are. Uh, I don't know how to show you. So they they're here. Uh, they they're, ghosts or what? What pattern is that? Uh, I don't know. They're like loose pants, sort of. <laughs> but the pattern. <laughs> pattern. The drawstring. No, they have a they, they have a clip. They have a clip and a drawstring. They look yeah. like joggers, but like no, they're very. Look, uh, uh, Kenzo makes them. You're a Kenzo. No, but should I Google? Probably, if you like them for your boyfriend. Is that what you're trying? Is that what you're getting at? You like the pants for your boyfriend? Always. I don't know if I would select that pattern for him. He's wow. more of a solids man, wow. but Easy. I like wow. the cut and the fit. All right. Well, look. I'm glad that he doesn't want my exact ones. I've already got the same nose hair trimmer. <laughs> I like I like your style for him. Thank I'm always you. kind of looking at what you're wearing and Thank you. All right, you threw this on us. Yeah. If what'd you say? Okay. <laughs> like what? Imagine you have a girlfriend, okay? Uh hold oh, on. There I'm goes still the glasses. There. I'm still getting there. Okay, got it. I'm imagining everything. Okay. Imagine you have a girlfriend and imagine your girlfriend has an identical twin sister. Mm-hmm. Would you want to make out with the twin sister? <laughs> No, because you have a girlfriend in the well, other right. sister. But <laughs> you would want to because you're physically attracted to them, right? Actually, exactly I, have the a, same. I have a thought on that. Do you want to tell me why this came up and I'll give you my opinion? 
Yeah, okay. It's so I'll br- I bring it up because Cameron Diaz addressed this exact issue when she was on Anna Ferris's podcast. Okay. So she was talking about how she met her now husband, Benji Madden, who she married in 2015. And she said it was through his twin brother, Joel, and his wife, Nicole Ritchie, right? Yeah. And then she went on to say, they're not the same. They're so different. Even though they're twins, they're very, very different, obviously. But it got me thinking about it because I was like, uh, for me, I'm physically very attracted to my boyfriend. So if there was an exact man that looked the exact same way as him, I would be attracted to him too. I feel like that's just... So then should he shield you from his twin brother? Like Is, <laughs> is that something that twins should do? Don't let your identical twins see your significant other? No, I don't know, but I, I've I'd never dated somebody that. that had a twin. And so I, I was like, I get it. I guess you obviously wouldn't act on it because you're in a relationship, but I feel like it's got to be something internally that you weirdly struggle with. But isn't there a chemistry factor? Like the, the identical twins don't have the same personalities often. And I think that I the know. chemistry factor play. See, I think differently. I think you come up with reasons why you don't find that identical twin attractive. Such as? I mean, I don't know. Who, I'm, I, I'm. I don't have a, a photo of the two boys in front of me. The no, Benji I'm saying boys, so. Your imaginary boys. girlfriend that you're imagining right now. Yeah, but they don't look the same. The Madden boys don't look the same. Identical twins don't really look exactly the same once you get close. Once you get close, <laughs> from afar though, it gets dicey. Yeah. yeah. But what Patty? if you're out with you know friends, family, and you have been drinking, and what? it's dark it's out. All- all creepy it's dark out and then like <laughs> no, you, you accidentally... No, there's an energy no i'm i'm telling you i've been around twins before there's <sighs> an energy that's different there's a total personality thing know. that's different yeah you, you know. know you do it's no, like no what matter are under two tall guys that redo houses uh the no matter under brothers. any circumstances yeah, property you just brothers. know i know which is which one's jonathan and one's the other guy drew pitch black drew. right you're walking around you wrap your hands I'm around the wrong twin. I'm not walking pitch black in the twins' bedroom. Like, no, you, Patty, I'm not even saying that you're going to I'm not even saying you're going to act on it, but I think deep down there's a feeling that you would be attracted to their identical twin. I'm just saying I I'm going to be the voice goes, of reason. I think there might be this voice in one's head, but I also think when you spend time with two I with an, a set of identical twins, one's very different than the other. And the reason you're attracted to a certain one is because of that too. Right. I mean, and talk, so I'm saying which which Madden wants to come talk about this? Can we, can we I mean, offer a conversation about it? I, I love mean, a I love a, a Joel Madden situation all the time. Yeah, I bet they're sick of talking about being twins, though. I feel like that's something they probably covered. Let's talk to some new twins then. <laughs> yeah, any any twins? We'll just take twins <laughs> from Orange County, Riverside County, Ventura County, like whatever. Right. Any twins? Eight hundred five two zero one zero two seven at Kiss FM. So you're saying just to close this thought out, and we'll come back to it with some twins one day. But you're saying yeah. if Robbie had a twin brother, you'd be attracted to him. That's what I heard. Uh huh. I think initially. And Patty's yeah. walking around in a dark room. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm a, just saying, a bad like, scenario. You never know. Well, we got we didn't get the Madden brothers. We got a few. We got a few sets of twins that called. We didn't get the Manning. Are the Mannings identical? Uh, no, no, no. Well, we didn't no. get them either. Uh, the Simpsons are they identical? We didn't get them. Simpsons. We didn't get them. No. What Simpsons? Actually, Jessica. Oh, actually, <laughs> no, they're identical. Jessica. They're like completely different generations. Yeah, and they're like years <laughs> apart, Patty. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were you uh, thinking about the Olsen twins? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, those uh, are yeah. Twins. We didn't get yeah, them yeah. either. But we got Jesse Lozano, who was on every day. Now he's doing some uh, fill-in work because he's on in the mornings in San Diego. Does the morning show there. He's married. Right. I think he's married to a twin. So oh, an identical twin? I'm going to find out. Jesse, good morning. How are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. Good morning. So, Jess, uh, how's it going in San Diego? I was just saying that you're doing mornings now full-time in San Diego and doing some yeah. filling stuff here. How's it going? Dude, everything's good. A lot less traffic down here, and there's no football mm. team, but everything's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We keep taking that, don't we? Um, yeah. All right. So, Jess, you're married to a twin. Is it an identical twin? Identical. Like, most people oh. in my life cannot tell them apart. Right, okay, you this is can. Great. This is great. Okay, you can. And I was saying to this, I'll fill you in on why this came up, but we were talking about the Madden twins, and yep. then Tanya got into if, if her boyfriend had an identical, she'd be into it. I mean, attracted to him. <laughs> and I was like, no, I think that the deal is once you really meet an identical twin, the personality traits are so different that you know you're not attracted to that one. Jess, you, maybe you, you tell me. You're right. I'll tell you what, Ryan, you're right, but Patty also is kind of right. Oh, and oh. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But but look, I, I, I'm in love with my wife and I'm I cannot be in love with another person that looks exactly like her, even though she looks exactly like her. Because like you said, dude, their personalities are different enough that when you're in love with one, all you see is the difference. That's it. Right. That's right. So you start okay. thinking about the reasons yeah. why you're not into the other one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. But Jesse, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. When you first started yep. dating, I'm not talking in love, now you're married, I get it. But like when you first met, the first like few weeks, could you have made out with both of them? I mean, look, I, I think the answer that, that y'all want to hear is, of course, of course I would. They look exactly alike. I literally like gave this girl a wedding ring. I wanted to marry her to meet a second version of her. Crazy. Yeah, right. it kind of feels like that at first. But no, I mean, once you get to know them, you know they're so different. And, and here's the other thing. Twins are so competitive with one another because they have had to have been competitive since the womb, basically, that they are actually – what I have felt is I feel like my wife's sister wants me to just one time say, yeah, you're just as hot as I think Natalie is, but I won't. <gasps> Don't say that. I won't do it. No. What about never. the black room? But I could, that party, I could Patty wants to put you in a, in a dark room. On uh, New Year's Thank Eve, after a bunch of cocktails, and see what it's happens. Black. That's what Patty wants to do. It's her experiment. Yeah. Patty's well, experiment. I, I do want to say, Patty, you're kind of right, because there's a fun thing that happens around Thanksgiving and Christmas. And oh, one year, like five or six years ago, my wife, I mean, I thought my wife was standing at the counter cutting food. And I there came up go. behind her, booty grab, hug. It was not my wife. <gasps> But and you need bad. to be extra careful knowing there's two of them when you start playing yeah, that game. Jesse. Yes. All right, Jesse, come on. Right, that's not a game you don't check face ID and eye I you, scan I recognition you. before you play. It happens. You so, right. And, and even, 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 even being with her for 15 years, I still now, when her sister's around, if I've had some drinks, I really don't just like willy-nilly just grab whoever because I don't want to grab her sister. I don't. That is wow, so see? funny. Literally. <laughs> All right. Uh. Okay. Right. Well, you know, I, I, well, no, I'm just this. thinking. I did a girl I dated over Christmas somehow got up to go to the bathroom. The bathroom was in the hallway and came back into the wrong room and got in bed with Hank Paul, my grandfather. 
and <laughs> she discovered that the wrong way. I just tell you that was it was dark, and she Wait, realized she was what? with my grandfather. She in bed. thought you were grandpa. Well, when she walked into the room, it all looked the same, and it was dark. And then she realized, based on some things, that it wasn't me. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Uh, yeah, all right, Jesse. Jesse, thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, we miss you daily, but good to have a little bit of you. And uh, I hope this doesn't get me in trouble that I was talking about that I accidentally grabbed my. No, this why would this get? Oh, okay. come on, Thank don't God. be crazy. Don't be hard on yourself. All right, no, your wife's so Jesse Lozano, everybody. See you, Jess. Bye. 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 See, that's for sure getting him in trouble. Are you kidding? His wife hears this. No, she's so chill. She's such a cool girl. What about the other sister? I don't. Or she hears this. I don't know. <laughs> she's the, the opposite. Then she's the opposite. So yeah. she's not so cool and chill. She's going to be all over this. Plus, we're airing on Star 94.1, the same radio station where he does the morning show right now. Nice. Just saying. But maybe the family doesn't listen after he's off. Right? They, they only listen to Jesse, and they don't listen to us because they just like him better. Star 94.1, San Diego. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, uh, we got Charlemagne the God zooming in with us. No stranger to the microphones that we're speaking into now. So Charlemagne is our iHeart family. He's part of the uh, Breakfast Club on iHeart Radio, among many other things. How many years, Charlemagne? How long have you been on the radio? I started off as an intern in 1998. Uh, so I got on air probably 99, early 2000. So I've been doing radio. I've been in the radio business for about 23 years. I've been on the mic for about 21. Wow. Now, yeah, I time. read the first station where you interned was called Z93. Is that right? That's right. Z93 Jams in Charleston, South Carolina. That was the first place I interned, first place I ever cracked the microphone. And now the Breakfast Club is uh, nationally syndicated, and we're back. I'm back on in Charleston, uh, South Carolina on Z93 Jams. That's, that's so full circle. Cool. Well, it struck me because the first station I ever listened to and won a contest from was Z93 Atlanta, WZGC Atlanta, which was the pop station there. Wow. And, and those wow. call letters were the first call letters I ever saw in person on the wall when I went to go pick up my members-only jacket and my year's worth of Coca-Cola and a Six Flags Seasons Pass. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to think that Z was the only thing radio stations were called before you knew about the kisses and the, the hots and, you know, everything else. I literally thought everything was WWZ something. WWZ, exactly. Now, where did when did The God, so Charlemagne, The God, how did that start? Well, I used to study uh, the 5% lessons. 5% lessons were, you know, something that was big in, in, black, in the black community and especially in hip hop. So like Wu-Tang Clan, you know, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, they were all 5%ers. And in the 5% teachings, they teach you that uh, God is a Greek word derived from the Aramaic words, Guma Oz Dabal, which means wisdom, strength, and beauty. And they used to teach you that the black man is God. So it's like, I, I was I just I started calling myself the God because we all used to say that, like, peace, God, peace, God. And then I was uh, in history class and I read about uh, Charlemagne. Charlemagne was a, a, a Roman emperor who had was, who led the Carolinian dynasty. And Charlemagne was French for Charles the Great. And that used to be my alias. So I used to tell people my name was Charles or Charlie when I was, you know, honestly selling drugs in Monk's Point of South Carolina because I didn't want nobody to go back and tell my parents that they saw me. So I'd have a hoodie on and say my name was Charles the Charlie. So the whole Charlemagne the God came from that. It came from me and being in history class, seeing Charlemagne was French for Charles the Great. 
And then adding the God to that, which really don't make no sense because it would be Charles the Great, the God. <laughs> the God. But I mean, I, I was hey, 17 years great, old, man, right? smoking redundancy. a lot of weed. And, you know, I just, you know, it did, just you, did you always did you I mean, there, there's a lot of historical references there. Were you always into history? Oh, absolutely. I mean, because, you know, my, my mother was an English teacher. My mom's a Jehovah Witness, but she was an English teacher as well. So, you know, she kept a book in my face and she always told me to read things that that don't necessarily pertain to me. So I was the kid that was, and I used to love the book it program where you read four books and get a free pizza. So I was the kid in the library that was reading everything from Judy Bloom to Beverly Clearly, the wow. books on Sasquatch and UFOs and just things about, about history in general. Gosh, he's, I mean, I, it was like pulling teeth to get me to read growing up. Yeah. I would read the cover really? of the yeah, I, book reports made me physically ill. Oh, I used to love to read, especially the Book It program. Because literally, yeah. you used to get a free personal pan pizza mm -hmm. if you read four books. <laughs> and I used to run through books. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, you got to thank God for, like, you know, uh, growing up not rich, right? I grew up, mm -hmm. you know, not, I wasn't, we weren't wealthy at all. So that free pizza every week was, deal. Was, was a reward yeah. in a real yeah. way. Charlemagne the God with us. Now, he has uh, broken through again this is now his uh, own show on comedy central so tonight 10 9 central on comedy central you got the radio show you got the podcast network and now you've got this series on comedy central tell us a little bit for people who haven't heard about it or seen it break down the format and what you wanted to try and do and what you want to try and strike with this well the name of the show is called the god's honest truth um and, you know, the Breakfast Club is different because I'm on there with Angela Yee and DJ Envy. And it's, it's really, you know, pop culture centered in a lot of way. I mean, we do talk to spiritual leaders and politicians and things of that nature. But the overall, you know, heart of that show is like hip hop and pop culture. And I do my podcast, The Brilliant Idiots, with a comedian named Andrew Schultz. And we it's literally a podcast about nothing. So we don't speak about anything of substance. Like, I feel like on The God's Honest Truth... I, I liking it. I say that it's a letter to America every week. It's everything that I would possibly want to say, you know, to America in regards to different subjects. You know, um, you know, this past week we talked about the FBI and why black people don't trust the FBI. And, you know, why? Why is Jagger Hoover's name on the FBI building this week? We're breaking down tonight. We're actually breaking down critical race theory, but we're calling it critical racist theory. Because that's, you know, truly what it is. You know, it's, it's, it's them trying to keep, you know, uh, real American history out of schools. Because, you know, just like in The Lion King, once Simba realized who he really was and he realized his true history, he understood that, you know, I'm not just some person that should be walking around with a, a bug-based diet. I'm an actual lion and I can go back mm. and, you know, bring healing to my kingdom. And so I get to explore a lot of those topics in a really, a really... uh comedic way i like to put the medicine i like to put the medicine in the candy what <laughs> what interests you the most like at the center of you what gets what gets you most excited enthusiastic makes you read the most up on man that's that that's that's a very difficult question because it's it's a number of things you know I, i'm one of those guys that that you know i'm really big into mindfulness and mental health so I'm the person that likes to go on spiritual retreats. I'm the person that likes to walk around barefoot in the backyard. You know, uh, I'm a tree hugger. I'm the guy that can't wait to try shrooms and ayahuasca, even though I haven't yet, but I can't wait to, because that's what I'm really looking for. I'm really looking for like that, that deeper meaning of life. 
Yeah. You know, I, 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 that, that's what intrigues me. What intrigues me is being the best version of myself. Like, I think a lot of times we all strive to be bigger, right? People look at certain people's life and they want more money or they want more status. I just want to be better. I want to be the mm-hmm. best version of myself. I want to maximize my human experience on this planet. Even though I know we're all spiritual beings living a human existence, I want to maximize, I want to maximize it all. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. Well, let us know how that journey goes when you're back, because I'm interested <laughs> to hear how, what you oh, get out of it. Definitely. All right. Charlemagne, the God, so much to talk to you about. I know you got to run, but listen, here's a couple things you should know. Uh, the God's Honest Truth with Charlemagne, the God, tonight, 10, 9 Central, Comedy Central, and listen to The Breakfast Club on iHeartRadio. Uh, good to see you, man. Continued success. We'll talk soon, all right? Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you. you. Bye-bye. Appreciate you. We could spend time with him spiritually. Be so interesting, I right? I, I got to spend some time with his co-host on The Breakfast Club, DJ Envy, when we were at the festival. I and yeah. I was just blown away with every... Like, he does so many things, and he does so many great things, and he has five kids and one on the way. Wow. He's definitely got more going on than we do, or I do. <laughs> uh, so, all right. There's almost... First of all, I don't know what happens with some of my streamers, but somehow... A couple of them asked me to like triple authenticate every once in a while, sending code to my laptop, uh, sending yeah, a digit yeah, yeah. to this. My Apple like logs me in and out sometimes. It's, it's really, it, it gets so frustrating, the double, double, triple login sometimes. It's a nightmare. I know. I totally understand because it's happened to me before and there's nothing more frustrating than when you can't get in. Well, you can't get in. I don't remember the password. I did a different password for that one uh-huh. and I didn't put it somewhere in a notes and then blah. Uh-huh. All right, so what's on your weekend watch list, Tanya? Okay, well, season 18 premiered of Grey's Anatomy last night on ABC. Kate Walsh returns. You know, she was Dr. Addison Montgomery. So I am very much into Grey's Anatomy this season. And um, so the first episode is on Hulu right now, but all the other 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy are on Netflix. If you want to get started on those, I highly recommend it. Patty, what's on your watch list? You know, I am watching um, The Bake Squad on Netflix. Um, oh, I've heard of Oliver's, that. It's Oliver's uh, favorite show right now. And he's five. He wants to be a, a baker. So he loves watching this show. Wait, wait, he wants it's to be so a baker? S- he wants to be a pastry chef? Like, w- yes. what? Really? He, yeah, he wants to be a pastry chef. And he, actually, last night, he asked me if we can get um, one of the, 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 the chefs on the show to make him a cake for his birthday. No, and no, I thought no, it was no, 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 a great idea. Because I'm, you know, someday I'm gonna have kids. I got a great yeah. idea. You know who I met over the years, and I just don't want to brag, but I've formed a relationship with him. Oh, with him. oh, who? The cake boss. Wait, what? That's right, the I cake boss, this. buddy. The cake boss. When did you yeah. become friends with him? It's not important. I do things outside of this show, okay? <laughs> okay. And okay. friending him was one of them. He wants so, like a chocolate cake. Then, wait, wait, how much time do we have? Uh, December 10. They share oh, well, okay. uh, birthdays we're with good. Flora. So uh, is that? I forgot about Oliver that. and Flora share a birthday. Well, that means if I get, if, well, if Oliver gets a cake boss cake and Flora doesn't, guess who's in the dog, Georgia yeah, Bulldog house? Cakes. Yeah. All right. So why don't you make a post-it note? Cause, and then send me a text after. That to is the this. look of panic in Ryan's eyes. <laughs> Patty said the same birthdays for us. Oh, I can't have two. All right, listen, yeah. we have a, a special guest today, our new phone screener. Colette is on the line. Colette, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're great. I want to know so much about how you got the job. 
how I got the job, yeah. I uh, I applied. I said, please. That's great. <laughs> and we're, we're... I got it. I got very lucky. Yeah, it's very difficult to get a job here. See, you apply and you say, please, and you're in. <laughs> a lot of checks and balances. And yeah. where were you before? What were you doing? I just graduated college. So this is like my first job out of college. Where, where'd you go to so, school? Oh, St. Mary's College of California. Up Fantastic. near uh, Oakland. What'd you study? Uh, communication and cinematic arts. Well, this is going to be a real downgrade. <laughs> no, no, no. It's still communication. I've always wanted. I did college yeah. radio. I've always wanted to work in radio. Oh, so. cool. Well, it's definitely not cinematic arts. I'll tell you that. Take a look at this Zoom. <laughs> I am also a filmmaker. So. Well, maybe you. Okay, Anything so Colette, and TV shows. take yeah. initiative here. Take initiative okay, I'll take it. and reach out to someone, Jen, Tubbs, Mark with a C, and figure mm. out how to make these Zooms look better. Because this is Mark with a C. glorified. I know. Awful. I need to fix your lighting. You, you need to fix a lot. Thank you. All right. So, Colette, <laughs> th this is your first like initiative here, in addition to phone screen. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. So reach out and give your input because we need a lot of help on yeah, this sure. Zoom screen. Okay, so <laughs> okay. what are you, so you just had a college. What's something that you're interested in watching? What's on your watch list? Oh, so I've been watching, are you a Star Wars fan by any chance? You know, I was as a kid. Yeah, I used to yeah. get the Happy Meal. You, yeah. yeah, even if you're not a Star Wars fan. So Disney Plus has released all the episodes of Visions. And basically what it is, it's each episode's like 15 minutes. And it's just a one-off story, like a short story. But it's done by a bunch of different animation studios. So each style is like a different style of animation. And it's all like anime, which has become really big in the last few years, this Japanese animation. Um, and it's really big. And the first episode was like a samurai type episode. Like literally the main character pulls out a lightsaber from like a sheath, like a samurai sheath. Oh, wow. And each episode is different. The second wow. episode is about like a rock, like a band and they like hmm. and Jabba the Hutt's in it and it's crazy and it's so good. Um, and there's not that many episodes. They're really short and they're really like beautifully done. So that's what I've been into lately. How and short I'm are they? Fan. They're like, yeah, tops 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Oh, yeah. wow. 15. Wait, yeah, so this is really a good idea stories. for Halloween. This is a good outfit <laughs> for you. Okay. Generally, just because I know you knew, generally it's not. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see. And the other thing I'm thinking is, the next generation of what we do is going to be so much better than we are because I like she has no nerves. I remember when I first was the phone guy and I was answering the phones. I couldn't speak. My mouth was dry. My heart was pounding. I was sweating. Colette just rolls oh, in no, on I'm LA's number one that. music station. She's playing nonstop hits. <laughs> oh, no, I'm still freaking out and stuff, but I just no, hide no, it's it. I'm not freaking out. It's like you just calm. <laughs> I mean, I was I was still nervous. Last hour, you know, like <laughs> Same. making big announcements and sweating over here. Yeah, a lot of pit sweat on this show. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your input. Look forward. It, get on to fixing this Zoom. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. We're gonna grade you. it. We're gonna score you on it. All right. Goodbye. Thank okay. you, Colette. Colette yeah. Huber. There. I like having good. you with like a lightsaber on Halloween. Yeah. Well, I like having good light in the Zoom, so I'm happy about a lot of light here. Um, I just want to add quickly, I know we're almost out of time. I just watched the um, Amanda Knox documentary on Netflix. Oh. oh. Have you seen it? Heard of it. It's intense. It's, look, she participates in it. Oh, she, she says does. At the, she says at the beginning, you know, hey, some people think I did it. Some people think I didn't. This murder, this like horrific murder. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is really, really gruesome. It happened in Italy. It was all over the news years ago. Yeah. Gnarly. But she leads you through the documentary and that is interesting it adds a layer to it mm -hmm. it's called a man in ox it just came out in 2016 <laughs>
So I just, it's just on my, I don't know, it's on my scroll now. So I just found it. I mean, Netflix, they know what they're doing. They put it in there. I think it's brand new. Totally. I've done that before. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Gabby Diaz is going to get you at 1010 for another shot to have your vacation paid for. The bills for your vacation paid for. We'll take care of that. And a grand prize winner every single morning. Qualify on the 10s all day. I'm Kiss FM. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.